The time is now. They gon' love me for my ambition. Easy to dream a dream, but what's harder to live? Hey, y'all. Welcome, man. Welcome to episode 10 of Ambitious Minds, man. Um, you know, super excited. This has been um, a fun ride so far, man. And, you know, uh, I think BD mentioned it last week, you know, 10 pretty much is, you know, next next one is like 100, right. you know, just that simple. Like 30 or what is it? 13, what is it? Uh, Freaky Friday. You're like 13 going on 30. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, what are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> Once you get 10, the rest just fly by. <clears throat> Exactly. No, man, but this is super exciting. You know, I'm excited about um, our conversation tonight because um, we we brought it up last week, um, but we're going to talk about the power of starting, correct? Yes. Yeah, man. So super excited. You know, I've been um, gathering some thoughts throughout the week, just like, man, this is going to be a really good one. I think um, even just kind of talk about our journey, how we got to this part, Um man, it's going to be just super duper cool. And, you know, hopefully once again, just as always add some value. Man, I love so, it. This is like, this is like my, one of my favorite topics. So for real. Yeah. It's so entrepreneurship focused, like just starting, man, just out of your comfort zone, just doing it. Yep. Yeah, yeah man. But I mean, I, I guess let's, let's kick off to a certain extent. I mean, you know, um, I have to find an exact date, but I remember, me and you were just playing catch up and um, I think you were just finishing up or about to leave planet and we were just playing catch up and you know I, we always go back and forth on what we're working on and I remember telling you like man like I want to do a podcast man it's like um, you know um, I want you to be involved like we need to do a podcast blah blah, blah. and um, we just kind of let it simmer for a second and then you were just like okay let's do it <laughs> let's yeah. do it and, um, you know, for those that don't know, Ambitious mind, Minds, kind of where that came from was uh, when we worked at Planet, um, man, I, I loved our team. Our team was just like super duper dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot of great people, a lot of great leaders, but then we had a lot of great entrepreneurs. Um, shout out to Sam Bill. I know we mentioned him before. Uh, Tyler Johnson was working there, you know, Seth Hawk and um, even Ronnie came through to a meeting that one time. Mm-hmm. And um it was just, you know, we started this kind of this group just called Ambitious Minds where it kind of like we tried to meet as often as possible to, you know, maybe at the very least once a month and uh, just share ideas and kept each other accountable. Um, I said accountable, accountable. Uh, <laughs> um, and it was just like so cool because it got like really in depth. And, you know, I remember us going over to Sam Bell's apartment and packing up socks the you know packing up socks to be mailed the next day and yeah, helping Tyler take pictures for modeling and stuff man it's just super cool to kind of bring it back and um start something new start something fresh man and um like I said for those that you know uh, have been listening this is kind of where this whole this whole thing started from um, besides me and Brad just like loving people and want to add value a lot of this simply just came from man uh we were already doing it and now it's just like okay cool how can we take it to the next level build a, build the community again now we're doing it publicly yeah exactly yeah, yeah exactly what was it every thursday night we'd get together and you know whether it was coffee or something man but yep. i loved it though because it was such like we were accountability partners is really what it was because like 
nobody wanted to show up the next week without an update. Nobody wanted oh, to show man. up empty-handed. You know what I mean? So you had to make sure you're doing something that that whole week to, you know, have something to talk about. So uh, it was good, man. It was good. I mean, it's a little bit different doing the podcast was we're uh, we're talking about a variety of topics, whereas then it was just about our personal endeavors. But that's why I think this topic of just getting started like is so exciting because we've we've been there. I'm yeah, still yeah. there. for sure it is crazy that you said it because actually one of the notes i took down that you know and we could just dive in but one of the notes i took down was you know starting is an everyday thing Mm. you know once you decide to start every single day you got to decide to start again yeah every single day right you got you got to make a choice because the thing is once you start right the next day you can easily just give up you can easily you know what i'm saying you can easily stop everything um but every day you got to decide like okay cool let's let's start again every day is a new start day Mm -hmm. um you know what i'm saying so like you know when people are like oh man like i just had my first day at work or whatever right every day is your first day yep every single day because you got to make the decision to go in do it again um have have the same great attitude man and remembering why you started but um yeah man it's it's an everyday thing bro yeah man I have a question, it, you know, because I was telling you before we started, like, today was one of those days where it was just like autopilot, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when you're talking about starting and like staying motivated and continuing to stay on track, you know, for different endeavors and stuff, like, do you have anything that you do to like motivate you or give you a jump start if you're having one of those days? Yeah, man. Um, so a couple of things. One, I think I mentioned on the podcast before um maybe when we're talking about mindset and you know where your focus was but I remember like I used to be a big person like life could always be worse type deal right um but then uh Pastor Travis he had told me one time he said people will pray to have the problems that you have mm-hmm. right and so it's like when I think about like and the, the in leadership or I think about business overall I'm just like people wish they were having issues running their own business they wish they had a business to run right, right? And they don't, you know what I'm saying? So kind of as a blessing, like, man, like you have something to run. It's just a hurdle for right now. Like you'll get through it. Um, and man, I think that's what helped me out when I was working those long stretches when I was working for like almost those two months straight, man. It was just like, all right, cool. Keep pushing. Like somebody wished they had these different obstacles. Right. And now this is just something that's going to continue to build on that. Right. Um, but I think too, it's just um, somewhat remembering why I'm, where I started, but just keeping the vision as clear as possible. And I think that that one has been the hardest one for me because uh, sometimes that can get cloudy uh, when you're so worried about being busy and not worried about resting. And because part of rest is you get a chance to reflect and you get a chance to reorganize your strategize. Um, that's a huge part of the rest. And um, but I think, man, those are, those are just a couple of ways that I try to go ahead and stay energized because mm-hmm. Man, those days when they hit you, they hit you hard, man. No, it's hard. They hit you hard. Uh, what about you, though, man? I mean, I, I know you took a nap today, but. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, full disclosure, like a half hour ago, I was sleeping. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, I tried. <laughs> I don't know. This might be weird, I guess. But uh, I get, I try to get so freaking hyped, dude. Like, I yeah. think back to, like, football mentality and, like, uh man i don't know how else to describe it but like like i try to get physically like hype you know what i mean like yeah i i got two videos that i'll watch on repeat bro 
until I am just like out here like bouncing like I that I can't stand it and I just get like so jack the the first one is the uh it's in the locker room chance the we ready video oh yep yeah yep Dude, oh my gosh, it gets me so hype, man. And I can just keep going. But uh, and then the other one, uh, this one I just recently found. But there's this hype video. It's I think it's on YouTube, but it's uh, David and Goliath, and David standing there in front of Goliath, and he just yells, Goliath! And like it's such like a hype thing. I'm like, oh my goodness, dude! Like I could run through a wall right now. So like, I don't know. That's what I do every time, though. For real. Yeah. You got one. You got to put those. You got to include those links in the um in this podcast. Yeah, I will. Um, but it's funny though that you said like the the we ready thing because like literally when I walk into one of my stores, I'm literally like, um, I imagine it being like the tunnel for like the NBA or yes. an NFL or whatever, and I'm just like, I get however I'm just like, I just wish my team members would come mm-hmm. to the door and start high fiving me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you yep. know, I'm saying COVID has definitely changed a lot of things because I remember, man all the handshakes we used to have uh, at Planet, man. Things Uh, have definitely changed, though. For real, though, man. You're right. I mean, I think, like, I view entrepreneurship and I view business, and I get just as hyped for that as I do for, like, a football game. I get just as hyped Mm -hmm. for that as I did before a basketball game in high school. You know what I mean? Like, I I try to keep that same energy going. Music has a lot to do with it. it. Like, if I'm going to – Uh, a big showing or or something like I have a a big deal that I'm working on like bro you best believe I'm jamming out in the car on my way there like I'm trying to get hype like I'm trying to get mentally like uh how how do you word it athletes will understand what I'm talking about but you try to get on that high you know like before that game you know what I mean like it's the same mentality man I love it but, yeah, man. anyway sorry that was, that was off topic no I mean for sure I mean there's so many different directions we can go into this I mean you talking about like starting your day man mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I think starting starting your day right so like in order to start something okay you know start your day right what does your day look like you know what I'm saying I know that's one thing me and you talk about constantly it's like okay what one what time should we wake up mm-hmm. um you know what is part of your daily routine man um there's so many different directions that you can go in but um, what do you, uh, so let's, let's kind of dive in some to, what do you think people's biggest fears of starting? Um, like what stops people from starting, whether it's that business, mm-hmm. whether it is a podcast, uh, whether it's a relationship, like what, what stops people? Bro, I think it's, it's always summed up into a handful of things, but I think it's always fear of failure for one mm-hmm. is it, you know, failure is, is like such a killer man and because you you're done before you even start um i would say the other thing would be the thought of the lack of available resources um money time Mm. you know i i think those are always some of the you know i don't want to say excuses because i know situations are different but really those are some of the biggest excuses most common excuses that you hear when somebody doesn't want to start i mean i think that goes for anything in life not just starting a business or entrepreneurship but uh if you're starting a weight loss journey if you're starting a workout regimen if you're starting a new job like you know it doesn't matter all these same fears all these same limiting beliefs are are what's creeping in the back of your mind whenever you're starting a new venture um so man i i don't know i i think that's 
what I think that's the first huge hurdle people face, you know, is I have this business idea. I want to do it. I've seen people be successful in it. I've watched YouTube videos. I know I, I think I could do this. Right. But then when it really gets down to it, they never start. Yep. They never start. And, and that right there is, is what separates those that are doing it and you, you yeah. know, it's literally just starting. It doesn't matter how you start. It doesn't matter what you do to start. It doesn't matter on what scale you start at. The point is that you start, you know, yeah. and you learn and you grow and you scale along the way. That's how you grow a business. It's not an overnight thing. You know, we, we talked about this on an episode before where it's like, we see these 17, 18 year old millionaires on YouTube. Right. And we were looking at that and it's like, shoot them behind no no like that's that's not your journey their start they may have started when they're 14 15 years old you don't see that i mean you're starting now that's all that matters it's the same thing in the uh, weight room you know if you're on a fitness journey you're not comparing yourself to everybody else in the room you're looking in, in the mirror you know that's your competition that's what you're competing with it's the same thing with entrepreneurship and, and starting anything yeah no, it's, it's funny that you said the the, uh, the fear of failure because I actually, um, I think sometimes I've experienced the opposite of that. Um, and I think a lot of people deal with this too is the fear of success, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, you get fearful of, man, shoot, what if this really does take off? What if this really does work? And it's like, okay, that's the whole purpose why you're doing it anyway. It's for it to work. It's for it to pay off. It's for you to become that full-time entrepreneur, but I think you worry about it because for some people, um, like like myself, you know, I've had, you know, a good amount of family members that have, you know, started side businesses or started businesses in general, but it wasn't a thing that I just saw every day. Right. Right. And so I think the the mindset of, you know, owning a business is like, okay, if it becomes successful, what do I do with it? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then I think for me, then that's when the fear of failure shot comes in is because man, if it comes really successful, am I going to be able to handle it? Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely. And it's like, man, that who doesn't want that problem? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm so successful. I'm not sure how I'm going to handle this, but because probably I'm so successful, I probably can hire somebody that can help me mm-hmm. handle this. Right. And that I mean, then we can get all into delegation and empowerment, things like that. But right. Um, I think that I think that's a big one, man. I think people are afraid of what if this is a success. Yeah, you know, no, it's true. Um, it's, that's anxiety, man. When, when you're yeah. afraid of the future and like you're overthinking the future, that's anxiety. Yeah, you know, man. Yeah, I man. I don't know. I guess you know. And one thing I kind of thought would be cool on this topic was because you and I have started things before. Is kind of like going through the different ventures that we both have started. And like, what did the process look like? And what did starting look like for you? Like really breaking it down, you know, cause I'm, I'm sure there's somebody out there that's thinking about doing a similar thing and like being able to compare it to what your start looked like. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure, man. I, um, well, I guess, you know, I started off with like ET's catering. Mm-hmm. I think ET's catering literally came out of once again, like I said, I love to cook. Um, but like, you know, people enjoyed my cooking as well. And so it's okay, cool. You know, let's see what we can do with this. Right. And I think I didn't take it as serious because, you know, I didn't go through all of, Oh, let's make this an LLC, X, Y, and Z. Because once again, I think in my mind, I was like, okay, 
well, this can't be that successful because I'm still in college. Like, I still have college to finish. I still, and man, that's a whole other topic too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, we, I know we kind of touched on that, but um, man, I think it was just, you know, it, it was cool and getting started. Honestly, I don't, I'm trying to remember the first uh, event or gig that I did. I don't remember, but it's like once it happened, um the word kind of got out there and I started doing some other things like um I did a tailgate at CMU um uh, one time I did um a wedding and um like I say it was it was literally just one thing like I just I just had to get started right. um now that one that one was a little more self-motivated because I knew what I was doing as and I knew how to cook right, right. um so that one was a little self-motivating but I think when I moved into like product of grace that one was harder for me because only thing I knew about retail is whatever I learned at Target, right? Um, but they don't really teach you, you know, well, at least from what I experienced, I didn't experience getting to teach merchandising, you know what I'm saying, how to price things and things like that. Um, and so that one was hard. And I literally remember you and Christopher would just get tired of me talking about it and just like, bro, just do it. Just make the shirts. Like, you know what I'm saying? I had the logo, I had the design, I had Cam, you know, working on stuff for me or whatever. So I had the stuff. It was literally at that point, just getting the shirts printed, mm -hmm. paying for them. I had the money, pay for it. See if you can sell them. Yeah. You don't sell them. What's the worst that happened? You, I mean, you give out the t-shirts for free and you spread some hope that way. All right, cool. Great. Mm -hmm. Um, I believed in the message. I knew the message. I think the part I was worried about was one, um, and this is the issue with starting is I think you try to get certain people's approval. Mm. Yeah. Right. I, I remember sending my t-shirt to the designs to a couple of uh, the, you know, some of my mentees and stuff, whatever, because, you know, I wanted to touch all age demographics. So I sent it to a couple of my mentees. So, like, hey, would you rock this? Because I'm like, I probably consider them to be, you know, fashionable people or people that people like, oh, man, I want that. I, you know, I want to wear that. And they were just like, ah, no, not really. I wouldn't wear that. And I remember like that sense of defeat of just like, dang, like these ain't going to sell. Mm -hmm. right and that's off of like two people's opinion right you know what I mean it's just like okay and even even right then and there that that stopped me from second from starting and I'm just like they kind of set me back because I'm just like oh shoot maybe I need to redo the design maybe I need to add some more color in there maybe I need to make it more um maybe I need to make it more hip you know maybe I just take off the scripture off the back like you know what should I do like maybe it's too churchy I, I don't know um mm -hmm. it was like just start Right. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, started it and it, it never grew how um, how I believe it could have. Um, but I also say, you know, I'll take credit in that, too, of me not intentionally putting marketing behind it and, you know, th different things like that. And, you know, now all that stuff I'm learning. And so, you know, next business, next business venture or, if, you know, if we bring those back. So, OK, cool. I'm going to handle it a little differently. Right. Um, and I think there's there's something to be said about that as, you know, once you start, if it doesn't go well the first time, you can start again. Right. You know, and continue to start again and start again and start again. Um, I think the issue that we run into is we try to start too many businesses until one catches. Mm -hmm. And it's like the issue is you keep, yeah, you keep starting because you're looking for a certain, you know, money amount to hit. You're looking for a certain thing. And the whole reason why I started Product of Grace was to create impact, was to spread hope to people. And so at some point I must have lost sight of that because I started worried about, okay, people ain't buying the shirts. 
okay, cool. So maybe maybe we switch gears a little bit and we will focus on community engagement. You know, maybe we just volunteer in soup kitchens or, you know, with youth, group, youth groups um, and just start that way. So right. well, real quick, if you don't mind, I'll stop you right there because I, I think you just made an awesome point because that's the difference between selling a product and building a brand. Mm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like what you just described is a difference between selling a product and building a brand. Your brand has vision, your brand has meaning, and that's what you're pursuing. That's what you're building. The product is just a, the product is a byproduct of the brand that you're building. You know yeah. what I mean? The product doesn't define the brand. So man, I, I agree with you though. I think that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, man. So um, man, that's, that's kind of how, like, you know, my business ventures have went. Um, and I, and I've learned so much from a man, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think the biggest thing is, you know, my, my risk tolerance has went up a little bit. Um, I think it went down again. Some, so as we had Emory, uh, cause I, <laughs> I'm just like, you know, this is affected more than just me and Cam. It's a little different when both of us have, a, you know, both of us are working full time, making good money. You know, it's a little different. Um, but now, but no, man, I think now it's just one of those things where it's like, I do try to move differently. I try to move a little bit more strategically, um, but I do need to get back in the risk business of taking a risk and just see how it goes, you know, not doing anything stupid. You know, I, I think that's the biggest thing too, is like, you know, when something stupid, yep. you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, when you, when you're doing something that if, if it turns out bad, you did wasted everything. Yeah. You might not should do that unless you're single. Okay. Yeah. No, it, and I think let's touch on that for a second, though, man, because that's a good point, yeah. too. Like, it, for a listener that doesn't exactly know what you mean, like, how would you how would you break that down for, like, you know, it's stupid? You know, how, how do you know what endeavors are good ones to pursue and what ones aren't? Yeah, I, I think, um, one, does it really match what the impact you're trying to make, right? So, like, all, everything has to align as in, okay, what is the reason for me starting this? Does this make sense, right? Or is this a get rich scheme, mm-hmm. right? Because I think when you look at impact versus trying to make money, um, you're more willing, you're, it's better for you to take the risk on the impact because at the end of the day, even if the money doesn't return how you want it to, there's a high possibility that maybe you still made an impact, right? Um, but when it's money focused, right? a lot of money focused things takes a lot of money right so when you put a lot of money down a lot of money down you're gambling a lot and i think you think about simple things that it all depends on how you grew up right um if you if you're a hustler right you you know you know from the start as in okay i can make this money come back right um now that's how my mindset used to be because i'm like okay cool if i lose a little bit of money i know i can try to get a second job i know i can do this whatever but my values have now changed somewhere. Family is such a huge priority for me because I have more of an immediate family now with having Emory as well. Um, so now it's the three of us. That's like, okay, cool. Even though I probably could take this risk and I probably can get some money back, what is that going to cost? What, how much time is that going to cost me away from my family that I already am taking away? Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think you have to think through those lenses of, okay, is this going to take more away from me than, than it's good. Like, what's your return on investment, mm-hmm. right? Even if you lost, could you still get a return? Because I think people forget about that is you can still get a return on your investment, even if you lose the investment. And the return on investment is hopefully the impact 
that it made, it maybe didn't make the money, but it made an actual impact, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if you think about it through that lens, I hope that made sense. But I think if you think of it through that lens, it's like, okay, this is willing to take the risk. This is, you know, for anybody that likes sport betting, you know, sports betting, whatever, hey, that, that's your thing, right? But for me, the reason why that's stupid is because I'm betting on somebody else, right? I want to put myself in a position when I'm betting on myself. Now, if I'm swinging the bat, I ain't betting at all because I ain't gonna hit it. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's let's call it what it is. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hit the ball. I'm gonna get striked out. I bet I'm gonna get striked out, <laughs> but you probably already bet it on that too. So, <laughs> um, I, I think you know you gotta control that too. Like, where where are you trying to invest? Where are you trying to start at? Because if you're starting on something that you have very little control over. It's like, I don't know, you would, you really have to have trust with whatever you're doing. Um, and I, and I don't trust nobody that much except for God, Cam and uh, Emery and you uh, and some of my family uh, to, you know, just be able to be like, Oh, okay, cool. Here, this is what I'm going to give you. Mm-hmm. Let's go for it. Um, so yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So I guess, you know, starting with photography. So Similar to, to you, um, it started just as a hobby. It started as something that I just wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say I was necessarily good at it yet, like you were with cooking, but it was something that I wanted to learn. It's something that I wanted to try. So and I think I mentioned this before, but I spent my tax return one year on a nice DSLR camera. And I was like, now I have one, you know, and we'll, we'll yeah. see what happens with it. Uh, at first it was just for personal use, like, for traveling and different trips and family and stuff like I just wanted to have one but then you know Tyler who was my roommate at the time got into modeling at the same time that I got that so I was like shoot man like I'll let me let me practice like you can practice posing you can practice what you need to do I'll practice what I need to do and um, together like we put in so many hours so many hours but we loved it because we were we were honing in we were perfecting our craft you know, and we're, we're investing in ourselves and in our business to, to grow and develop in that area. So I very much so took like the Gary V standpoint when I was starting out and I did so many free shoots, Mm -hmm. so many free shoots. And I was like, Hey, like, let's do a shoot for free. You'll get all the edits, you know, just allow me to use it for like marketing, you know, just, this is practice for me, you know, and as I continue to do that and I'm putting out content, I'm marketing a little bit, just like, this is my work you know, and then you start getting messages. Hey, love your work. You know, how much do you charge for a shoot? You know, and then from there, I was like, oh, shoot. One million dollars. One, one million dollars. Yeah, I was like, here we go. Like, I, and I remember like my, my first paid shoot, like, uh, it's exciting, man. It is. And uh, if, you know, you go through all these anxieties, like, what do I charge? Like, I'm not real. Like, I'm not legit. Like, mm-hmm. they don't know. But, and I remember you and I, you worked with me through that. It's like, you have to eliminate that mindset and you have to understand, like, don't, in no disrespect, don't put amateur anything in your Instagram bio. Don't put in there amateur photographer, amateur video. No. Like, you're going to get amateur pay. Right. Your <laughs> photographer or your videographer yeah. or whatever it is that you're doing, that's what you are. Don't put amateur in front of it. Don't limit yourself. So, what if you just started? There's people that started six months ago and are maybe quote unquote better, 
than somebody that started five years ago. It doesn't matter. You know, you are what you're pursuing. You are your profession. So uh, from there, man, it just scales though. You know, and one page shoot leads to another page shoot. People talk word of mouth. You're continuing to market yourself. I would sprinkle in free shoots here and there after that too, just friends and family and stuff and continue to use that to market. And as you're growing your clientele, you're growing your business, your prices kind of reflect and change with that. Uh, I remember my first wedding, bro, like I should have brought two, three shirts with me because I was sweating bullets, Mm -hmm. man. I was sweating so bad. Wasn't it outside? Yeah, dude, it was. (laughs) And uh, I was feeling it and it was very hot that day too, (laughs) Um, man. But no, for real, like it's so uncomfortable so uncomfortable in like Mm -hmm. physically and mentally but like being out of your comfort zone like that that's exactly where you need to be especially as you're growing and scaling your business if you're uncomfortable in your business it's good because it means you're growing um and as you grow your capacity to grow increases as well you know so it's continuing to put yourself outside of that box uh and that's where you need to be but so photography that was my first kind of venture that was more entrepreneurial that was legit I would say that was like I really stuck with it and pursued it yeah um after that it was e-commerce so tree stand brews was a brand that I started uh it was all based online and actually it started as for the OGs that remember this it started as tree stand views and what it was it was just an Instagram community And I was basically a reposting page. So I would, you know, ask people to use my hashtag tree stand views in their hunting photos. And then I would ask permission to repost it on my page. People liked the recognition. People, you know, started to build a community. People would Mm -hmm. comment on their photo, you know, it was like, and that's what I wanted. I wanted to grow a community and just kind of foster it up. My actual, my first intent with it was to scale it you know, and get a massive amount of followers. So then I could do like paid ads and stuff like that. Companies asked me to, you know, promote their products for, uh, for money, you know, and I was going to monetize it that way. But then as I was doing, I was like, man, it's kind of compounding when you're growing a page like that, but it took so long. It took so long. And I was getting super impatient and I was like, this isn't really doing it for me. Like I, in, it's ever since I started, I was like, I want to provide a product too. Like, I was like, maybe I'll start doing clothing for tree stand views. We're starting the community already. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe people will start to want some brand recognition and, you know, wear a sweatshirt that says it. So that's what I did. So I tried it out, um, got on Shopify. It's like 30 bucks a month. And there's so many different plugins. Um, you just build out the website. You just do it. It's just trial and error. And, you know, you do a lot of YouTube university, consult with people that maybe have done it before you and I would talk. And, you know, it was very different, um, I would say intense with the clothing that I was putting out and the clothing that you were putting out because Mm -hmm. that's what you were doing. You know, for me, it was more the community side. I drop shipped it. I did not ever see the clothing. It was just printed and shipped right to the customer, right? Yeah anything I was a middleman when it came to that and I was okay with that because that's not what my brand was based around mm-hmm. you know what I mean so it didn't matter to me that much but uh you know then eventually got to a point where I was like okay it was really cool to kind of see some people wear the sweatshirts around how can I take this next step I love coffee mm-hmm. 
So I was like, you know what? We're going to rebrand it. We're going to change it. I'm going to keep the original followers. It's still in the same industry, still in the same niche, unless you tree sand brews. Mm. So through the same Shopify account, you know, you, I found a uh, coffee bean supplier and it's the same thing. You just build it out, trial and error. And then like, that was the first venture that I did that like I was actually having a reach uh, domestically, like across America, like I had uh, some partnership deals with some guys over in Texas, you know, I had some of them coffee that would promote the product. I'd sponsored their show. So like on their YouTube channel on their show, like my logo would come up as a sponsor. Um, I, I've never really, I don't really talk about this part a whole lot because I don't know, it's just weird, but it actually is scaled to a point where I was reached out to by, um, Oh, what's the name of it? The Outdoor Channel. Mm -hmm. And it was the sister company of it. And it was based out of Canada. And they asked if I would like to partner and be a sponsor for their actual TV series. And it was going to have exposure to, I think it was like 23 million people on average. And it was just absolutely nuts, man. And yeah. being a part of those phone calls, it, it, bro, like in just kind of explaining to you right now, just like how this started to then being on the phone, uh, good his name, being on the phone with, with the uh, the brand deal guy for the Outdoor Channel. And he's like, yeah, you know, like, who, what's your team like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's just me. Like, man, and you know, like, uh, being a part of that phone conversation, talk about being out of your comfort zone. You know, I mean, this guy's dealing with multi-million dollar deals and here I am, you know, in Northern Michigan, Yep. drop shipping coffee <laughs> you know um and i guess to finish that story I, I wasn't able to pursue it at the time because the supplier that i had for coffee was not able to ship internationally it was going to mm -hmm. cost me like 25 dollars shipping just to get it across the border i couldn't find a workaround in time for the deal to go through yeah. uh so unfortunately i had to back out but the fact that it was an opportunity the fact that it came up and what was it eris like within two years yeah. I mean, it was like nuts, dude. Like if somebody was to stick with it, like that's within two years. What? Like that's yep. just from start and just from starting a freaking reposting community page into that. Like it's the potential is there. It's just the people got to do it, you know, it's mm -hmm. just doing it and being consistent and sticking with it. But man, like it's crazy, man. It, it really is crazy. But yeah, I'd say, you know, now I'm kind of transitioning into real estate and starting this and taking that leap from planet um being 100 percent self-employed it, it was uh it was it was tough mm -hmm. it was tough um i would say the thought process going through it was a little bit different for me because i kind of went into it with the mindset of there is no other option this is not going to fail because I can't and I won't let it. Mm -hmm. There is no other option. Yeah. In my in my head, not saying that this is true, but in my head, I burned all other bridges. This is it. Like I told myself when I left Planet, I would never go back to working a nine to five job again because I want to eliminate and get rid of all of those bridges. Because if I know if I kept it in the back of my head, like oh, things are getting tough, things mm. are getting hard. Like maybe maybe I just go get a part time job. No, man because that's 24 hours, 20 hours a week that I'm missing that I should be investing back in my business. 
Yep. You know, there, there is no other option. I mean, it, you talk about that. We ready video, man. Like that's the mentality you got to have though. It's cutthroat. Like if this is what you want, you got to do it. You got to go for yeah. it. Uh, risk tolerance has to be there. And then, but like you said, don't be stupid. You know, don't, don't be ignorant to your situation either. Be understanding. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't think I've been on a beans and rice diet, you're wrong. You know what I mean? Like, especially doing this transition right away. I didn't know when my next paycheck was going to be. I went three months without being getting paid. Three yeah. months. Now, luckily I had prepared beforehand. So I had enough put away for that. Um, but what if I didn't, man? Yep. You know, like, and I'm not saying it was comfortable because it wasn't, but, but you know, at least I, I could live. Um, but man, like that, that pushes you, that tests you, you know, and, and you start to question like, did I make the right choices? Is, you know, the housing economy right now is, is nuts. Like maybe I should do it a different time. Like all these limiting beliefs, all these things start creeping in the back of your head. And like you said, like every day you got to wake up and you have to, you have to win here. Mm -hmm. and uh before you know you can pursue anything so man it's it's been a wild journey i'll tell you what man i'm so hyped though because i have a few other endeavors in mind right now that i'm currently working on yeah so uh, i cannot wait to share once i get it off the ground so man like it's it's long days right now because of it but it is so exciting i cannot wait absolutely so of course, you know, I don't want to share too much yet, but, uh, you know, I think once I start it and get it going and it's established, like talking about it on here and being able to, you know, explain what it is that I'm doing and how it's, you know, bring the viewers with, with mm -hmm. the thing, you know what I mean? So yeah. yeah, I'm excited, man. All good things. Yeah, man. No, it's, I said, it's absolutely crazy. And I, I think the biggest thing, like you said, man, just, you have to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, but that that's part of you have to be ready right and and this is okay if you're not it's, it's definitely cool if you're not but you have to be ready you know um realize that's going to come with ups and downs um there's very few businesses that have started off and just went like you know it just mm -hmm. skyrocket it's, it's very few businesses like that and i think um but what social media and stuff has done is shown instant gratification because if you can put out one good video put out one good song you know one one you know good you know t-shirt man it might it might take you everywhere right and so i think that's another thing too is that we spent so much time working on this one thing where you could have put out thousands of videos and now had millions of followers but say you start focus on okay well, this person did this, so I should do a little different than this. And this person did this. Man, do you know how many people have a podcast? And, and that was one of my struggles too. It's like so many people have podcasts. Some people are talking about entrepreneurship, business, or whatnot. Well, cool, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we will eventually have our tribal people. And even if we're not number one on the charts, which we will be one day. Mm -hmm. uh, but even if we aren't, you know what I'm saying? It's one of those things where it's just like, we, we started this to add value and have an impact. Right. And so, you know, we we would die on that, we'll die on that sword and continue to do that, knowing that at the end of the day, what's supposed to happen is going to happen. Um, I wanted to mention something because a lot of people said this and I heard you mention this, too. Um, you said it's not about how you start. And a lot of people end that by saying it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Right. Um, and I disagree. And the only thing I disagree with is it's not to a certain extent, it's not how you start, but it should never be how you finish because you should never finish. Mm hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? It should be, it doesn't matter how you start, but it's how you develop. It's how you grow. It's how you strategize. It's how you scale. Yeah. That, that, that's what's important is because I think if you keep that in mind, right. Then you don't mind starting wherever you're at. Right. And I think that's the issue is people aren't intentional about the, okay, if this looks like this, okay, what, what do I do then? Now, I'm not saying you should have all those ducks in a line before you actually start. Don't do that. But, well, you can if you want to, but you don't have to. Um, but I think that's the thing, man. It's like, okay, once it's up and going, right? Because say it does take off, I think that's even the harder time for you is because you take off, people's expectations go really high, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it's funny, I just random. I thought about this, but like, I think about like chicken places. I, you know, I told people, you know, it's a chicken shortage, you know, right now, or whatever. But I was like, man, where I grew up, you roll up into KFC, churches, you know, Popeyes, and they tell you we ain't got nothing besides left. And it's like 5 p.m. And it's just yeah. like, bro, my expectation of you is, I mean, one, it's not really that high because you are you supposed to sell is chicken, but I'm just like, the expectation goes up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you have a good product, right? The expectation goes up. And so when you're, when, you know what I'm saying? When you are successful, it's like, okay, cool. Like it, it's good and it's nice, but don't be so happy about being successful so quickly because mm-hmm. if you don't have a plan on how you're going to continue to scale, how you're going to strategize, depending on your product or depending on um, what you're releasing, Right. People can get tired of you just, just like yeah. that. We live in the the cancel you culture, mm-hmm. uh, where people will cancel you in a hot second yeah. if you don't continue to follow through. Well, it's that's so true. I remember when I was <clears throat> having like the e-commerce stuff, and uh, a lot of these people were, that were building out these drop shipping websites and, and businesses because they were doing it around products that were trending at the time. You know, mm-hmm. so like. For a long time, when I was first getting into it, the first trending item that was super hot was those lion bracelets they used to see on ads for all the time. It was like the men's bracelets with the lion head on it. Yeah. yeah. So, man, you get those on AliExpress for like 13, 15 cents. And then you see them on their e-commerce dropship website for $15. I mean, that markup in profit margin is absolutely nuts but they could do it because the product was hot and then it went into fidget spinners and then it went, you know, and and it's the next product, but those that kept selling the lion's bracelets today, ask them how their business is doing. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's probably not doing that well. Uh, And and that's exactly the same point. Like if you're building a business, if you're, if you're, your point is to stay with the trend, then you have to stay with it, you know? That's right. why I hate trends. I, I'd rather create them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you can only ride the wave so long. Right. I remember you and I had that conversation too because I saw it as such an opportunity to literally just make money because yeah. it's hot. You know, you see the success with it. Now, I, I do believe that by the time you're already seeing it be successful, it's too late. Yeah. You you have to be, you know, when you're, when you're riding the trends, you have to be some of the first and you have to have a brand that's already established to hit your already established base market. You know what I mean? If you don't have that stuff, but you know, I agree with you, that sounds exhausting. 
I don't want to be building on a new website every month to stay with the trends. I want to be able to be building a brand about something that I'm passionate about and that I believe in and then attracting my tribe, attracting my group uh, around the brand because of what it is, you know? Yeah, man. No, it's, like I said, it's, it's absolutely crazy, man. Because like I said, we, you think about all those things, the fear of, fear of, you know, failing, fear of success, fear of, um, I think another one I'll put down too is fear of perfection, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you think you got to be perfect, you know, and, and I know we kind of covered that already, man. Like, just start, you know what I'm saying? Like, none of the none of the people were perfect. And the people that wait till they get perfect, by the time you start, it's too late. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, the people, they, there's something about people seeing you go through the struggle. There's something about people seeing you not perfect, um, that that's where you get the buy-in, mm-hmm. right? Uh, like, you know, I know we talked about this and I've been trying to count my alms uh, each episode uh, to see, how, see, I just said it already, to see how well I've been doing. And it's gotten somewhat better. But at the same time, like I said, this, this is who I am, right? Doesn't mean I won't grow. Doesn't mean I won't develop. Doesn't mean I won't possibly take, you know, speeches, you know, speech classes one day or something like that. But people enjoy seeing that process because it's something that they can relate to. Right. Right. If they only see when now you're making millions of dollars and that's all you post on Instagram. Okay. And then you want to hit them with, let me show you how. And it's like, okay, I rather would have seen the how. Um, and even like I said, I, I think the intention of constantly growing and developing, I, I was talking to my boss today about self-development. I think that's one thing that we get trapped in when you start a business you have to constantly be in a self-development business as well. You have to constantly be self-developing yourself um, because if you're not, what happens is um, that's why people can't give away stuff for free or they scared to give away things for free where it's just like, um, that's what I told you. That's why I hate about funnels. Uh, the things that, you know, the things that I know that you were on for a second, the only thing I hate about them is just, it's just this. It's like, don't try to trick me into going on the page. Let me know. Let me see if it's really value because just because you show me a house and, you know, like oh i've had this many followers or you know look at my crib or uh you know i brought in two million dollars last year let me tell you how well just tell me how and let me see if that has value enough right um because then you get stuck on the same videos people buying the same video over and over and not to not to you know say that it's bad for anybody but that's always the issue i have because for me i'm just like okay you're making so much money off of this one video but how much more money could you be making if you were constantly developing yourself and producing more content or you were constantly developing and, you know, creating more, you know, products or shirts, whatever, you know, whatever that is. Um, I think that's the two things. Like I said, people try to find a one hit wonder thing and mm-hmm. try to capitalize on that so much, man. It's just like, if that's the reason why you're starting, once again, what's your reason for starting? What's your why, yeah. you know? Um, to start with why um what was it i think it's uh greg cagle uh he talks about start with what um and you can go back and forth on that i I see both sides but i'm definitely a big start with why you know because if you don't know why you're starting and you know what you're doing or whatever sometimes that what could get really in a way because you might be really good at selling a what and forget about the why and so as soon as things get hard once again you quit Mm-hmm. so yeah well, i agree man you know I, I think to your point like it's a it's a healthy balance of 
of, of both of what you're talking about, because I, I think especially when you're starting, it's important to leverage the things that you have, mm-hmm. but it's not, but you don't want to get hung up on it either. You don't want to limit yourself and, and stop there just because you start to see success. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I've seen really bad funnels and I've seen really good funnels, you know, and the, the really good ones are the ones where you watch their first video and you're like, well, I actually learned something, I can apply some of these things and I see value in it, you know, maybe this is worth checking out. But then to your point, I've seen a lot of bad ones where it's like, you click on it and their hook, right? That they call it the first landing page to get you on their their website. Uh, It's nothing, you know, and you watch, I just wasted a half hour watching a video of them talking in circles and not giving me any substance, not giving me any value and I'm like, no, I'm not going to buy your course. Yeah, don't waste my time from you. you know what I mean, so I think the the good ones are the ones that do provide value. The first one, because you're earning trust, you're establishing uh, your reputation, you're establishing what it is that you have to offer off the get go. That's the whole purpose of a hook, is for people to. It's an introduction. You know what I mean? And then you can then feed them into whatever else that you want to. Um, you know, either sell or promote or whatever it is that you're doing. But I think your chances and your, your ROI and your, um, your conversion rate is going to be a lot higher then because you've already provided value from the first video. But man, I don't know. I, I think thinking back to a lot of the endeavors that I started and like the limiting beliefs that I had, man, if there's anybody listening right now, like I think if there's one challenge we could give you is this week, go on, think about whatever it is that you want to start, whatever it is that you want to pursue. And uh, for one, think of a business name. Don't think too hard on it because you can always change it. You know, you can always change it, but start, think of a business name, create your email account for that business. You know, ETs catering at gmail.com, fallvisuals at gmail.com. It's that easy. Go create your, your, I'm not promoting Gmail, whatever you want, <laughs> unless they want to email pay. Email is easy. <laughs> right. Uh, but go make your, e- your business email for it. And then once you have your business email, go create all of the social platforms that you're going to need for it. Boom. That right there, if you did all that in this week, you just started. You just started. You know, it, and now you've built a foundation. You've got your platforms now that you need to really get things going. And now you take it to the next step. So I would say, you know, by the time you watch next week's video on Thursday, if you go and do those things, man, like, and and you continue to set goals like that each week, you're starting, you know, and if you need different ideas from Arison and like, what's next or what should I do next? Shoot us a message. Let us know. Like we'll help guide whatever it is that, that we know, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll help you out, but um, just do it. Just try it out. Let's see what happens. You know. Yeah, and push and push come shove. I know Brad said, you know, you know, reach out to us. You know, reach out to us. And if we don't have to answer, once again, we're big on resources, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying like we deep in resources, but uh, we do know a lot of people that love helping people and love you know being a resource to people, man. So um, for sure. And I think you know what you just said, Brad, is perfect. And the adrenaline that you feel at that moment, you got to keep that adrenaline going because then it's how do I keep this adrenaline going? How do I not let this die? Because the moment that you let it die, then that's when all of it goes out. And now you just got, 
you know, I, I, I run into these people that, you know, have five different emails for five different businesses they want to start, five to focus on one, mm-hmm. right? Focus on the season that you're in right now. And I know Pastor Travis talked about that. I think Pastor Travis gets brought up like every episode. He's going to start asking for royalty checks. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but um, we got to, you know, make sure that you keep that adrenaline going. Keep it going, man. You let you let that die, man. Um, you get so distracted. You get so distracted, and it's like oh, then you start overthinking. Right. It's like sometimes, like you just got to keep going. You got to yeah. keep going because you, this the difference is. I think some people they want it to be like a roller coaster ride, right? And when you're on a roller coaster ride, you can't get off. Mm-hmm. You have no choice but to go through it. You know what I'm saying? Um, this ain't no roller coaster ride. It's a roller coaster as an emotion, this thing like that. And those things, you know, you can't get off of. But the actual starting piece, that's literally you climbing a ladder and going mm-hmm. to new heights. It's not, it's not you being trapped into something and everything, whatever. Because when you're trapped into something, it's a little easier to go through it. Right. Uh, because you don't have no choice. Right. Yeah, exactly. You got choices to get off. Right. All right. Cool. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe it's not for you. If you get off on the roller coaster too, it's dead. <laughs> You're dead, man. Like, no, but for real, what's, what's that quote? It's like, uh, when you start, you create positive momentum. And the moment that you, you stop, you know, you're not, you're not stagnant. It doesn't just stop, but you're now creating negative momentum. Think about mm-hmm. it as if it's a constant uphill battle and when you start you're creating forward momentum you're creating forward motion but when you stop the ball's not just going to sit there the boulder's not just going to sit there you're going to start to come back you know so think about that every time that you know you you get hung up and you're like oh me this isn't it like keep that forward momentum going keep that adrenaline you know Imagine being at single point where everybody wanted to get on the dragster and only makes it halfway up (laughs) And even you get stuck roller coaster right now. Oh, shoot, man. That's why I don't do roller coasters. Exactly. Exactly, man. Man, I, I, I loved talking about this, man. Episode 10, bro. This is crazy. Um, guys, man, um, I, I tell you guys every week, subscribe, share. Um, man, get get this, get this out to people. You know, like I said, even if it wasn't for you, it might be for somebody else that you know. Mm-hmm. Um and that's, that's the whole purpose of this is to add value through some relevant topics, um, give you guys some reliable information. Um, this is stuff that we've lived and, you know, although, you know, we're not perfect. And I think that makes it even better is because we're not millionaires yet. Right. Um, but I think that's what makes it even, even better is because we're still having our successes, but we're also still having our failures at the same time. And mm-hmm. we're going to get that all to you. So um, super excited, man. Um, yeah, man. Troy, episode 10, man. There episode we go. 10. Hey, y'all. See y'all next week. Until then, start something. Start, start something. something. Even if it's not a business, if it's a routine, working out or whatever, start something today. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yes, today, because you'll see this on, you know, earlier in the day. <laughs> but start, <laughs> start today, man. Do something. Get out there, get uncomfortable, man, and start something. I love it. Episode 10. Peace. Peace.
Ambition is priceless, something that's in your veins. And I put that on my name. They gon' love me for my ambition.